From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about why strength training isn't just something for the gym, but rather something that your marriage needs as well. And I found this anonymous quote on the internet that said, fitness isn't about being better than someone else. It's about being better than you used to be. And this is good. Thank you. I like that. Thank you. But it's so fitting for what we're going to be talking about today's show. And it's so fitting for what you really need to be looking at in your marriage. It's not comparing yourselves to somebody else. It's being a better version of you than you used to be. Right. And as we head into the show, I want to start off with one of my most favorite parts of every show, and that's the hug. And for those of you that are brand new listeners, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited to have you. And we also want to just let you know that the hug, this is a point in the show where we share how the One Extraordinary Marriage community has impacted you, how the, the podcast or whatever, and you've written in and shared that with us. You can call in on that number that Tony gave at the start of the show, email. We find the reviews on iTunes and we share them with you. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriages. I love you, but I don't trust you webinar. And you know, some of you that have been around for a while, you know that we did this in December, but if you missed it in December or you've just been going through a rough patch here at the beginning of the year, join us for the, I love you, but I don't trust you Four simple strategies to build, maintain, and regain your trust in your relationship webinar. Now this is happening today, Tuesday, January 19th, tonight, it's like 6 PM Pacific standard time. So you want to mm-hmm. make sure that you get signed up at one extraordinary marriage.com slash rebuild trust. And during this free webinar, you're going to learn a practical step-by-step process for rebuilding trust after porn, infidelity, suspicion, and harmful mistakes, even if your partner is not on board. So register today at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash rebuild trust. I just want you to know, guys, this completely filled out in December. Mm-hmm. We still have a few seats available, so make sure that you get signed up. In fact, you could even pause the show and get signed up and come back to the show. Yeah, do so because after last month's um, we just had so many people just have breakthroughs. Absolutely. I mean, chains were broken off during that webinar. So make sure you jump on over there, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash rebuild trust. So this had came through on an email and uh, this writer said, I want to begin by saying thank you for your podcast. I stumbled upon it one day when I was feeling exceptionally worn out about my marriage and looking for a resource that would help me and my husband get back on track. The podcast has been such a godsend to me. I like to think that just as a person needs regular exercise to stay in shape, I need your podcast to give me the motivation to work hard at my marriage every dang day. Your podcast has helped me to pause and do some self-reflection for my actions in my marriage rather than placing the blame on my husband, which I had gotten in a pattern of doing. What an amazing breakthrough right there, guys. Mm -hmm. I knew your podcast was right for me when I was in a time period of really feeling sorry for myself and angry with my husband. I'd recently had my second baby with colic. Mm. It was nearly impossible to leave the house with my two kids. My husband was working constantly and had just started grad school and I was unhappy with my job situation. 
I felt like a hermit and wasn't happy about it and really took it out on my husband. And I'm sure there are quite a few of you out there that are nodding your heads like, yeah, I've done that too. We've been there. She goes on to say, I listened to your podcast about finding your own happiness and not relying on someone else, specifically your spouse, to make you happy. It was my light bulb moment. I'd been so angry with him and realized the reasons I was angry had nothing to do with him. Ah, Mm. That happens a lot in marriage. This sparked a really long conversation about my job and setting time aside during the week to get out of the house and do something that I loved again, yoga. I've also been encouraging him to train for a marathon that he has always dreamed of doing. Working on ourselves and our goals has just made us happier people to be around. These things may seem small, but it has done wonders for us and chipped away at the resentment we had built up. Our marriage continues to be a work in progress and there are still issues we are working through, but I feel like your podcast has helped me, has helped put me in the right mindset to handle them. Anyway, you're doing such a wonderful work for so many people. God bless. And I just want to say there's nothing small. Absolutely. I was like, because those are huge and you know, you guys go out there, celebrate your successes. Mm-hmm. Go out there, celebrate them together. There's nothing so small because what you did has already transformed your marriage. Absolutely. And yes, there's still things to come. We got it. We get it. Things are still going to come in and you guys are going to face them. Sure thing. But every success in your marriage where you guys can grow closer together, be closer together, be more transparent, take off the mask, have sexual intimacy like you've never had before. Each and every one of them is a success and none of them are are small in my mind. And, and, you know, as a community, we need to get in the habit of celebrating success instead of focusing on the negative. You know, as we're heading into the show and we're talking about strength training for your marriage, I mean, that whole mindset shift of looking at the positive instead of the negative is it's absolutely critical. And, you know, we're in the month of January, 2016. Mm -hmm. This is the month of resolutions and fresh starts and, and we're still here. So for all of you that are like, yeah, I was going to go work out every day and it's, you know, January 19th. And you're like, yeah, I haven't exactly been holding up my end of the bargain there. It's not too late. Get back on board. And can I say something about that too? Yeah. Um, you know what? Many of us will will stumble. We'll we'll miss a day. We'll miss two days. Actually, I just came back from the Ignite Your Movement conference uh, up in LA that our good friend Nick Unsworth put on. And two of the days, I, I miss my workouts mm-hmm. because I was up there and I chose not to do anything up there. And instead of coming back home and going, oh gosh, it's I missed two days, so why start up again? You know what? I missed two days. No big deal. Yeah. It happens. You know, life is going to keep continuing on with me or without me doing my my fitness, and so I chose to just get up this morning, do my do my workout, start my week again, and let's keep moving. So, don't take it as such a like, oh, I missed a couple of days, I can't do anything. Keep moving forward, keep going. Well, and for those of you that were with us in episode three or four, we talked about making this your best year ever, and specifically, mm-hmm. we talked about having you know the mindset. Uh, you know, what Tony was saying at the very beginning of focusing on the positive and the negative. We talked about having a plan and we talked about taking action. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of like 
the 20 second synopsis of that show. Go back and listen to it. It was a good, great show on creating your best year ever. Right. But what we're getting at here is that resolutions mean nothing if they're not backed by a plan and action. And we want to we want to pour into you guys specific actions that you can take to bring this strength training to the forefront in your marriage. Because just like Tony said, you know what? I took two days off of my physical workout, but he's not throwing in the towel for the rest of 2016. Right. I mean, it's it's January. If he said, I missed two days and I'm not going to work out. I mean, there's like 330 days left in the year. Mm-hmm. Well, that would really stink. Unfortunately, though, a lot of people view that in their marriage. Well, if I stop talking to my spouse for a day or two, then you know what? That's it. And let's just stop talking to each other. You know, when it comes to physical exercise, when it comes to doing those things that you know are good for you, like I was at the chiropractor yesterday or earlier this week, and he was talking to me about doing some stretches. And he's like, it's like flossing your teeth, Elisa. You know, it's good for you. You still got to do it. Right. And yet sometimes I I will tell you that's easier said than done, because guess what? We're really good about putting obstacles in our own way. We're really good about making excuses. We're really good about, oh, you know what? That feels awkward. Yeah. And hey, uh, Elisa brought up one of my excuses, flossing. I, I need to get my myself on that boat again. So I'll, I'll raise my hand saying that there is something that I haven't been doing. Wow. I, you know, every once in a while when he just chimes in or I chime in, it's just one of those comments. You're like, didn't even see that one coming. But, you know, those things like flossing, like exercising again, when you haven't worked out in a long time, when you first start, it feels awkward, mm-hmm. right? It feels like it's a challenge. It feels like, oh, it's one more thing, right? And yet as you start to do these physical things, right? You start exercising your physical muscles. You start getting more disciplined. Guess what? It becomes easier to do it. Mm-hmm. You're strengthening yourself. You're getting stronger. The same thing happens when you start doing strength training in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Those conversations that feel really awkward and hard at the beginning because you're like, oh, we haven't had a conversation like this and well, never. That's that's challenging, right? Like we're not going to tell you guys, oh yeah, just, you know, like sit down and have a conversation. The violins will be playing in the background. No, sometimes there's like tears and sometimes, you know, like Tony shared with you guys, he gets all sweaty and it's uncomfortable. And yet that hasn't happened in a while. Well, and what you guys can't tell is when Tony gets uncomfortable, and I think we've described this on one or two shows, maybe 10, um, his palms get sweaty, right? And so he starts like flexing his hands. That's how I always know. Like he doesn't have to say, at least that we need to have a talk. I just watch his hands and I'm, I'm strengthening like, my forearms. Your hands are sweaty and you're nervous <laughs> about a conversation. Nice forearm. Yeah. You just posted a picture on social media of you and our son. Um, your forearms are not bigger than his anymore. Yeah. So, but, but all this to say is, I mean, we've even had specific examples in our own marriage where flexing these muscles, getting stronger in certain areas has been a challenge that has now been rewarded. I mean, specifically, you know, when Tony and I, like the first 10 or 11 years of our marriage, our sex life was in the toilet and we didn't talk about it. So it just perpetually stayed there. And there were a lot of reasons and sprinkled throughout the podcast on why it was bad. But when we embarked on our 60 days of sex challenge, which is episode one Mm -hmm. of the one extraordinary marriage. So if you want to go back, you know, six years and listen to it, um, that's when we saw a transformation. Why? Because we decided we were going to get really strong in this area. Right. And there's nothing like committing to 60 days of something to really flex your muscles. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in that process of 
saying you, we're going to do this every day. Well, guess what? You start talking about it. Cause now you're like, we have to make plans because our kids were little and it's like, okay, when are we going to do this? And how's this going to work into our schedule today? We were talking about what was working physically between the two of us and what wasn't. So we started getting a better understanding. So all of these things that we hadn't done for the first 11 years, we like started to uncover during those 60 days. That was a huge emotional and physical workout for the two of us. And all of a sudden what that did, I guess that was eight years ago now, holy cow, was launch us into this realm of marital fitness right? Of saying, you know what, marital strength training. And, and you know, guys, I want to like, I just, I want you to have this image. Okay. You can't get healthy sitting on the couch and eating potato chips and wishing you were going to get healthy, right? Like you're still putting the potato chips in your mouth. You're still eating the ice cream and you're like, wow, I really want to be healthy. I can't wait till the day I'm healthy. And you're still sitting there eating the potato chips on your couch, probably with a remote control on the other hand. You get healthy when you start making different decisions, when you start taking different actions, when you look at those resolutions, those ideas that you have, and you start putting them into practice. You can't have an extraordinary marriage just wishing about it. You absolutely have to get involved in the process. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what that means is that you have to have a plan. You know, you have to have a plan where you are going after something. Mm-hmm. bigger than you thought. And you may not reach your goal this year, or you may not reach it, you know, as quickly as you want, but you're getting closer. And so there are times when you may be going after a goal and you don't hit it 100% by the end of the year, but guess what? If you got 80%, man, you did more than you would have if you didn't go after it at all. Many of us have the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. So we never start something. So we don't go after it. And that's a chain that needs to be broken off of you because the fear of failure is going to keep you where you're at. And we all know what the definition of insanity is, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So don't keep doing what you've been doing, but go after something new and don't consider it a failure if you don't hit the milestone because there are many milestones along the way that you should be celebrating that are going to keep you going. Well, case in point, the couple that we read in The Hug. I mean, here's a couple. She wants to be doing yoga. He wants to train for a marathon. They, you know, start off that email and they're just basically going to battle against each other. So nobody's mm-hmm. doing yoga and nobody's training for a marathon because, you know, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> yeah. And, and all of a sudden, when people start taking responsibility for their parts, now she's finding the time, which was always there, but she's now finding the time to go out and practice yoga. Right. And he's got the time now finding the time again, which was always there to train and they're encouraging each other to do this. So all of a sudden there's a plan. I mean, trust me, if a guy wants to run a marathon, there's got to be a plan. You don't just get up one day and go, you know what? I think I'm just going to knock off 26 miles. Uh, no, your body, your body needs some training. And to get into some of those yoga positions, I've tried yoga. I am in awe of people that practice yoga (laughs) because you absolutely have to train your body to, you have to have a plan to get to the next level, to get to the next position. And the same thing happens with your marriage. When you get intentional about your marriage, just like we did when we decided, you know, to embark on the 60 days of sex challenge, there was a shift Mm -hmm. that occurred in our marriage, a shift that in the last eight years has only gotten stronger as we've chosen to continuously strength train 
in our relationship, a shift that allows us to look at each day with a renewed excitement, with an expectation that even though we're in a good place, we are still looking to make our marriage better. Because just like I read at that quote at the beginning, it's not about comparing yourself to someone else. It's becoming a better version of yourself. I haven't arrived as a wife. Tony hasn't arrived as a husband. We're not like, wow, you know, like we're good. We could sit back and toss up our feet and be like, you know what? We're just going to coast into the next 40 years of our marriage. Mm, That would stink. Mm -hmm. We'd go right back to where we were the first 10 years in your marriage. And you know, the same thing is going to happen with your marriage. And just like you get a a personal trainer at the gym who says, okay, we're going to map this out. Or you get a coach. I mean, everybody has seen like the, um, oh, team and training. Yes. Where, you know, you want to run a half marathon here or a marathon here, you become part of team and training or there's like couch to 5k, which I know is an app that, you know, walks you through these plans to get physically fit. The same thing has to happen guys with your marriage. You want to get stronger. You got to have a, a, like a marriage personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where, for a lot of you, that's where the podcast has come in. And that's a great, you know, like this gal was saying in her email to us, that's a great first step. You guys hear what's on the podcast. You hear, okay, Tony and Lisa say this week, take this action in your marriage. And there are thousands of you that are transforming your marriage by taking that one action step a week. And we are so proud of you mm-hmm. because you're saying, you know what? I'm going to enrich my marriage. I'm going to keep getting this information. Some of you are doing things like you've already signed up or you're going to sign up for the, I love you, but I don't trust you because you're like, you know what? Trust has been an area in our marriage that we've struggled with. Mm -hmm. And so like it's January, 2016, I'm going to like go sign up for that webinar and I'm going to, we're going to take, we're going to take ground in this area of our marriage. We're going to get stronger in this area of our marriage this year. And that's awesome. But that's not the only stuff that you can do to get stronger. Right. And I wanna and I wanna just share a story when you know when you're when you are strength training, because a lot of what ends up happening, and this is this is a story of mine where I was gonna do a um, a men's physique competition. I really want to I wanted to try something different. And um, so I'm typically about 165, that's that's about my base weight. And it can fluctuate from there depending on what's going on. And yet, I really want to do this men's physique competition. So I hired a coach and she looked at me and she's like, okay, we're going to have to add some muscle to your body, you know, and we're going to have to start doing some strength training. We're going to have to grow those muscles because we're going to want to get you up to uh, our goal was around 200 pounds. So I was going to go from 165 to 200 pounds and then for 12 to 16 weeks, we are going to do a cut phase. So then I would start, you know, changing my diet and my food, uh, my nutritional intake, my, my lifting, my strength training to cut me down, cut me down, cut me down so that I could walk across the stage. I ended up not completing it. I got probably 70% of the way. And I just got to the point where physically I just couldn't eat anymore. And my body was just not having it. And so I decided to to step away from that. But what I learned through the process was that to to gain muscle, I did have to take in good quality food, quality nutrition. 
And I had taken a lot of it. I was eating about 3,500 calories a day. I mean, seriously, guys, he would come to the table with like a big mixing bowl full of salad. I mean, it was like the craziest thing. It was like a feeding trough. Yeah. My meals would take me, oh, about an hour and a half a day to actually just eat because it was just so much. So ingesting, I had to take that in. And so for you and your marriage, like Elisa was saying is it might be the podcast that that's, that's your fuel. That's your nutrition. You're taking in. It may be books that you find. It may be like the webinar we're putting together. It may be, you know, going out and going to an actual event or a course, whatever it may be online or offline, but you're taking that in and then it's using that right? So for me, the next step was I had to be lifting weights. I couldn't just eat a bunch of food and not do anything and just sit around and expect my muscles to grow. So I had to push. And when I started, I'll tell you, I mean, I was doing maybe like 15 pound, um, dumbbells for bicep curls. And I always loved dumbbells cause it, you know, I, I, I'd have them on both arms and you'd work. And I start out with like 15 pounds and I would do it like 10 reps and, and I would be exhausted. My arms would hurt. There was pain. And as the months went on and I kept doing it, I got to the point where I was doing like 50 pound dumbbells each arm, you know, for my curls and my arms were, were bulging and my neck was big, but I had to continue going through that process to do that. And even now today I still do certain things. Mm -hmm. So that that's just a, you know, something that you need to be thinking about. Well, and you bring up a really, really strong point there is the fact that strength training sometimes involves a little bit of pain. Yeah. Sometimes it involves a lot of pain because you're learning new skills. You're doing life differently. You're taking different actions. Mm-hmm. And we're going to hit on five areas real quick. I mean, it's not that stuff we've talked about. Tony just all of a sudden his eyes just bugged out of his head. It's just think bicep curls, honey, just biceps. All right. biceps. It's, it's just getting strong. So key areas where you need to get marriage fit. The first one is in your communication. Guys, you've got to talk regularly. Not just about the bills, not just about the kids, but what's really going on with you. You need to schedule and keep your state of the marriage conversations. And I just want to say one thing on the state of the marriage conversations. It's not enough to say that you're just going to have a state of our marriage conversation if you don't actually sit down and do it, right? Like you got to talk about it. And it's not just a once a week thing. I mean, the big state of our marriage conversation might be for you. We've got some couples in the one family that do that, but you've got to be talking and connecting every day. And for those of you that are like, oh, Lisa, I don't even know where to start. Go to connectlikeyoudid.com. Pick up the book, connect like you did when you first met 101 proven questions for couples and do one question a day. That's the way to flex that strength muscle, right? You start small and you start with consistency. One question a day. Next thing you need to do is, guys, you got to date each other. It doesn't end with the wedding. It doesn't end with the, will you marry me? I mean, you should be dating each other until you're like, I don't know, 95. And you both need walkers, right? And and then you need somebody to drive you on your date. I mean, that's kind of cool. You can sit in the back seat and make out while somebody else is driving you on your date if you're 95. (laughs) Yeah, but it's important, right? And and they've got to have the same the same level of importance that like an appointment with your doctor would have, right? Because when you schedule that appointment with your doctor, that's all about getting yourself physically healthy. It's all about putting that time into it. And, And the time that the two of you spend on a date, that's important too, because that's about your marriage health. And I will tell you that when your marriage is healthy, guess what? 
you are so much better equipped to deal with everything else that comes your way. And it needs to be time that's the two of you focused on you. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this out loud and I want you all to hear me. Your kids do not go on dates. If it's, if you're with your kids, it's not a date. You can call it a family date, but it is not a you and your spouse date. Right. Right. I would agree. No kids on dates. No kids on dates. And, and and we've been there before too. We're like, oh, you know, the kids are on another corner of the table or another corner of the restaurant. We can see them. And no, 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 no. Not That's a date. Not a date. Not a date. You need to get your finances marriage fit this year. Okay. So that means you got to have a plan for where your money's going before your money starts having a plan for where you're going to go this year. You know, last year we talked about the Christmas savings and how, you know, we put away a certain amount of money every month. And by the time December came, Tony was looking at me going, what are we spending for Christmas? And I'm like, I got it all covered. Right. right? And we went through Christmas this year and we, it was a breeze. It was a blast. So we decided we're going to do the same thing again this year because it was so wonderful. Yep. Right. And you know, maybe it's a plan for Christmas finances. Maybe it's a plan for getting out of debt. Whatever it is, it's one day at a time that you make a commitment to honor your finances in your marriage. Hmm. That's a huge area that you got to get marriage fit. And if you are in debt, uh, we would highly suggest checking out Financial Peace by Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the seven baby steps that he covers and has been helping folks with for 20 plus years, they work. So grab Financial Peace. Um, we'll have these links here in the show notes Absolutely. for you guys. We, this, guys, you're going to want to come back to these show notes because this one is just packed today with um, areas to tap into and resources tap into. Uh, fourth area is that you need to pray for and with each other. And, you know, this is, this is one that can get a little uncomfortable. It can get a little awkward because maybe you're praying out loud for your spouse and you're like, Ooh, I don't know what to say. And what are they thinking? Do it anyway. Do it anyway, because I will tell you, you never know what your spouse is going through when they leave the house. It's a way to draw closer Mm -hmm. to your spouse sharing what's really like, what are you struggling with? What are your successes? How can we celebrate them? How can we pray for them? And when you, if you've never like out loud prayed for somebody else, I will tell you it's one of the most intimate interactions two people can have because it, it's opening up your heart to another person to say, you know what, this is an area that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Will you pray for me or ask your spouse, Hey, you know what I'm thinking about you? Um, what can I pray for you? today? Mm-hmm. What are you going through? What do you, you know, like, I know if Tony's got certain business meetings, I know if, you know, when Tony was riding a lot more, you better believe he's covered in prayer when he's out on the bike. We've had too many crazy incidences here in San Diego. You know, it's a way to be connected when you're not physically in the same space. And it's one that as spouses, we probably don't do often enough. So you want to boost your marriage fitness, start praying for and with your spouse. Yeah. And, and I would say, you know, it, take that time, take that time. That's a muscle that I'm really working. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I mean, this is a muscle that for me in 16 is a muscle that I really want to be working on. Um, and it's not just a one time thing that I just, Hey, I'm going to do that for 10 minutes in the morning and I'll be done. It's something I'm really working on, on a daily basis, um, for Elisa and our marriage. And the last area is your physical and sexual intimacy. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, it needs to happen in 2016. You need to get marriage fit in this area. You both need touch. And, and for those of you who are like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how to schedule 
I, I don't know how we bring in more physical intimacy. I don't know how to do this. I want you to check out episode 140, which is scheduling sex. It's kind of talking about all of these things, but specifically about mm-hmm. sex. Yeah. But for those of you that haven't touched each other for a long time, that's a muscle that you need to flex. Yeah. You absolutely, because I will tell you probably the number when there's sexless marriages or when there's been drift in marriage, one of the number one things that we hear in the emails is I can't remember the last time we kissed, hugged, touched, or had sex. It's one of the biggest indicators that something is not right in your marriage and you've got to get marriage fit there. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we talked about the podcast. We talked about the rebuilding trust webinar. Uh, I love you, but I don't trust you that we're doing on Tuesday. So those are other options there, but I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing in closing, you know, just like when you have a physical trainer who is there, literally you're paying someone to kick your butt, right? I mean, nobody hires a physical trainer just so they can like watch somebody else practice lifting weights. You hire a physical or a personal trainer to get you into shape. Right. And there may be a few of you out there thinking, ah, I don't know how to do this in my marriage. And maybe we need somebody to kick our marriage into shape, right? So you need, you need somebody to kick your marital butt And if that's the case and you're looking at these areas that I've just rattled off and you're thinking, you know what, we need breakthrough in one or maybe all of them, then I'm going to encourage you to seriously look into marriage coaching with One Extraordinary Marriage. And you can find, there's a link to that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We'll put up a link in the show notes. But, you know, we've had amazing success kicking some marital booty around the world. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I'm, I'm not the soft and cuddly personal trainer. I'm the one that's out there to get results for you. And that's what we go for because we want you to look at the end of 2016 and to look back on 12 months and go, you know what? Our marriage is stronger. I am a better person now at the end of 2016. I'm a better spouse now at the end of 2016 than I was when I started this year. This is how you get to your best year ever. And it's what we want for each one of you. Yeah. So let's go out there, you guys. Let's let's do some strength training. Let's do some strength training on our marriage. Find one, two areas. One or two, and I don't I don't even want to say areas. I mean, Elisa covered some things there at the end. Maybe one or two of those right now that that needs to be strengthened in your marriage. Pick that one. Share it with your spouse and say, "Honey, you know, for the next month, for the next 3 months, for the next 6 months, for the next year, Let's let's train here. Let's put date nights on the calendar once a month. Let's make sure we take, you know, 30 minutes a week just to talk to each other without interruption. Let's make sure that we are being physically intimate with each other, you know, doing the the intimacy lifestyle. You know, maybe it's time for us to cut up these credit cards and yell I'm debt free. Whatever it is, start strength training today. We love you guys. We are so honored to have you part of the one family and we're excited for what's to come in 2016 for you because this is our best year ever. So let's go out there. Let's take, let's take this for each other. Let's take this for our marriages. We love you guys. Have an awesome week.